Hey everyone, present day Dean here to let you know this episode was actually recorded in December of 2020. So when I say that it's December 24th, I promise I haven't time traveled into the future. It's that you're actually listening to me two years in the past. I promise that Candy Cane Lane is still a thing though. I just drove by it the night before last. They are full swing. So you can head on up there if you want to check out the light show. I couldn't find any sort of official contact information online for anyone at Candy Cane Lane, so I don't know if they still collect canned goods or donations for the electric bills or anything like that, but you can definitely head up to Viewcrest Drive and have a look. Happy holidays, everyone. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is currently, I don't know, 7 a.m. on December 24th when I'm recording. And I uh, had the idea that I wanted to sneak in a little Christmas Day present for you guys. So I was talking to my sisters yesterday about Candy Cane Lane. And anyone who doesn't know, Candy Cane Lane was a staple of growing up in Bremerton. It's the best light show in town. And when I was a kid, most of the houses on the street participated. They would take donations for the food bank and presumably their electric bills. My mom would bundle all three of us up in these big winter coats that had been sent from our grandmother in Southern California. She was perpetually convinced that we must be freezing to get to death in Washington. And mom would hand each of us a can of like something from the pantry. You know, whatever it was had been probably sitting in the back there that wasn't getting eaten. Uh, and then she'd pack us into the back seat of the car and we'd make the drive to Candy Cane Lane. And as it is, when you pack all of your children into the back of the car, you know, my sisters and I, we would fight and goof around and mom would inevitably threaten, turn the car around, take us home, no lights, no candy, until we calmed down. And when we arrived, there would be this long line of cars and you would get to the entrance and trade your little canned good to somebody in exchange for one of those little bitty candy canes that you can buy in bulk. You know, the tiny ones with like the rectangular clear wrapper. Once that was done, we would join the slow moving caravan of the looky loos. Just come to see the lights. And most of my memories are just like being dazzled, absolutely dazzled by all of the lights as they went by. Sucking on that little bit of candy cane, slowly sharpening it into a holiday shiv, probably to torture my sisters with. Going to Candy Cane Lane was like going to see Santa. It was pure magic. And so I found myself wondering, I was like, is Candy Cane Lane still a thing? Does every town have a candy cane lane? How does such a thing even get started? Like, how does everybody on the street, do they just decide one year, this is it, we're doing it? So I did a little research, and it turns out Bremerton's candy cane lane probably got started around 1960, but it's possible that it goes all the way back into the 1950s, which is when most of the houses on Viewcrest Drive and the surrounding area were built. That's the real name of the street, the other 11 months of the year. 
Candy Cane Lane is known as Viewcrest Drive. There's a little bit of differing opinion about what's included in Candy Cane Lane, but everyone agrees that Viewcrest Drive is the main body of the cane, with some folks saying that Park Lane Drive and a little bit of East 30th make up the head of a literal candy cane shape if you look at it on a map. I also saw a lot of talk about Sunrise Lane and Fernwood Court and other spots that are nearby, but none of those were like geographically close enough to touch the lane itself, though there's no doubt that they share the same holiday spirit. And this is where we meet our first founding father of Candy Cane Lane, of which there are two. Also, I am so sorry, because I am about to massacre this, this dude's last name. Henry Weishoffer was born April 29th of 1922. He graduated from South Kitsap High in 1940, after which he joined the Army Air Corps. And after returning from service in 1946, he joined the family construction business. And this is when Candy Cane Lane is physically born because the Weishoffers built a lot of the neighborhoods in East Bremerton and Manette, including Viewcrest Drive and possibly surrounding neighborhoods like Parkland or Sunrise. A Kitsap Sun article written by Josh Farley in 2018 stated that, quote, local lore has it that a common owner built homes that he sold to his friends. They included gates to neighboring backyards and ease walks between the homes, end quote. It's possible that this person was Weishoffer. I don't have anything to confirm that. Uh, Mr. Weishoffer passed away December 18th of 2010, and his obituary stated that he was a founding father of Candy Cane Lane in 1960. So that's where I got that starting year from, 1960. Let's meet our other founding father, shall we? His name was Jim Seller. And Mr. Seller was born in California on November 14, 1913. He moved around a bit, went to school in Chicago before meeting Marion Dilly. And she would become his wife. After getting hitched in 1936, the newlyweds moved to Bremerton. Da-da-da-da. Sorry, I can't help it. Uh, Jim took a job at Lent Sheet Metal and Plumbing and he put his expertise from work into good use, using galvanized stovepipe to make the first candy canes for Candy Cane Lane. These were L-shaped, and he painted them white and wrapped red ribbons around them. These candy canes are mentioned a lot as the symbol of Candy Cane Lane, for obvious reasons, and there used to be strict standards for how the residents of the lane had to space and align the canes perfectly along the street. Mr. Sellers was well known for the lighted, moving Christmas displays that he enjoyed building. These included merry-go-rounds, Ferris wheels, and spinning Christmas trees. Uh, Personal accounts of residents who saw these festivities long before my time fondly recount the memory of a large jewelry box, complete with a spinning ballerina on the top. And I don't know for sure if that was one of uh, Mr. Sellers' creations, but it sure sounds like it would be. Uh, Mr. Sellers and his family moved away from Viewcrest Drive in the 70s, and Mr. Sellers passed away in 1995. Even though they were gone, they left behind a strong tradition. So, 
Is Candy Cane Lane still going now? The houses on Viewcrest have been changing hands over the years, especially now that it's been long enough for the original residents to leave us. There are two recent Kitsapson articles from 2017 and 2018 about the experiences of new homeowners on Viewcrest Drive. One stated that it was made explicitly clear to them that they were buying a house on Candy Cane Lane, but the other homeowner, who was from Paulsbo, had no idea until he moved in and found the stovepipe candy canes hanging up in his basement. Like, not just a gift, but like a piece of Bremerton history. How, how cool is that? Anyway, could you imagine moving into a new home only to discover you're living smack dab in the middle of Candy Cane Lane? That had to have been so intimidating. I've owned my house, which is not on Viewcrest, uh, for about four years now, and I haven't put any lights up. I feel overwhelmed just thinking about hanging Christmas lights, let alone putting out a yard display that's worthy of like an HGTV Christmas special. But the answer is yes. Candy Cane Lane has kept going for all this time. It's endured some tough weather, some economic crashes, uh, even a bout of vandalism in the year 2000. If you want to visit Candy Cane Lane, it's in East Bremerton. It's kind of back behind Trenton Avenue. So if you plug Viewcrest Drive into your GPS... I'm sure it'll take you there, and uh, watch for the view of Seattle when you top the hill on East 30th, because you can, on a clear day, you can see straight through. Um, you can also get to view Crest Drive from the other side on Sylvan Way, but you don't get the view from over there. And the Christmas lights should be on through January 1st. And hey, if you stay in the car, it's a pandemic-safe activity. I poked around and tried to find some vintage photos of our candy cane lane, but it doesn't seem like there are any out there. Maybe that's because low-light photography was so difficult in the era of film, but I will keep nosing around and if I find anything, I will post it for you. I hope you all are staying healthy and warm. You're having the happiest of holidays and the merriest of Christmases. And I will talk to you again in the new year. Oh, and if you have any pictures of Candy Cane Lane, I really desperately need to see them. Just saying. Do you have a question about Bremerton or its history? I want to hear it. You can find the show on social media at Bremelore or visit the website www.bremelore.wtf. That's right, you heard me. Bremelore.whiskeytangofoxtrot. Leave me a voice message. I can't wait to hear from you.